as we've done recently, uh, the conversation that you're going to hear today is part two of a two-part conversation, uh, the first part being last week. Um, so we hope uh, that you've heard the first portion. Uh, we think this conversation carries itself, but, you know, if you want the context of, of where this, uh, how we got to this point, uh, make sure to, to pick up last week's podcast. Thanks very much for listening. I was trying to get at that earlier and didn't. I wrote it down in my notes, which was that what happens to those girls is a metaphor of what happens to all of us. And it is a class thing. Mm. It's partially a class thing for me in terms of believing that your position means that you don't get justice and that you don't expect justice. And even though some of these women did try, right? right? They reported it to the right people. I think the FBI, the first two girls, not first two girls, mm-hmm. but who knows when they started. But it made me think a lot about mm. looking at them as a metaphor for us. So I didn't go the whiteness route. Mm. Believe it or not, I didn't go there. What I went with was... <laughs> you said believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, because, I mean, some things just... Right, like a white, that's just whiteness. You know? and then other th- but I was looking at and listening to those girls and going, class. Mm. I was going, class. And then I also went... So what can we expect? So even for me, the whole Puritanism thing, even though it might be a component of all these different um, ideologies, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's a lazy one. It's Mm -hmm. one that doesn't, that you can't really count on. You cannot Mm -hmm. count on it as Mm -hmm. being the very thing that will help you get through to another day, get you that job or get you that justice. It Mm -hmm. feels like, um, it feels like, and it's always been there, this undercurrent that's rarely discussed when we talk about race, is that this devaluation of humanity in general, and mm-hmm. that includes whiteness, it includes poor mm-hmm. whites. It actually includes Absolutely. whites, period. Mm-hmm. And so the white ally thing, it's like, mm, you don't need white allies. You need people who are going to understand that, that justice- You need other humans. A, right. That, right. That yeah. justice thing, the wall of white people that have st- like started to- um, show up at Portland and different yes. places mm-hmm. to yes. say you, the wall of moms, the wall of dads, they're yeah. starting to understand. I think I, my, my, my fantasy is that I think they're starting to understand your justice, your sense of justice and your body is on the line just as much as mine. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that is the it's hope, about, it's sure. about equity. Absolutely. But it's about it, social justice. Yes. But to take it back to the Epstein thing, I think that the way mm. that, I'm not sure how Julie K. Brown and some of these other people, it's probably just some moral outrage that these women didn't get any um, voice or justice or that they mm. had been given such a terrible deal. Mm. But that it was like, for me, what sticks to the, my ribs is really that those girls are us. That is representative of a particular kind of system. And it's not just poor mm. poor against rich. It's like this system is really mm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can mm-hmm. find examples but, that aren't class-based of really fucked up sentences. Mm-hmm. You can you can find these things, and and so that's what it struck me. It was like mm, this is it's just a terrible idea. I mean, so it's just, I, go ahead. Sorry, I, I, mm-hmm. I want I want to let Seth jump in because we've talked a lot. But I, the only thing I want to say is just to to qualify. I'm not quite going that far with it's a terrible system, and I have a very mm-hmm. specific example of why I think the system is not terrible. I mm-hmm. think that. I think that human beings are are all all of us have the potential for ugliness mm-hmm. and yes. and um and amorality or immorality. No, I agree. So, if you so, can't but, but, if you can't take it from there, you really can't take it anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Because so, but then, Seth, I'm mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, but Seth, you we talked a lot, so please. But it's a it's a small point. And I actually don't know whether it's worth talking about, but since, you know, um um the show is all about uh, uh 
allowing, I guess, allowing ourselves to just explore ideas and see where they take us. There's mm -hmm. a small moment in the film that that bothered me, and it might tie in with what you guys. This have been is talking the filthy about. rich film. Yes. Okay. The, I, I only saw the first uh, installment. Okay. There's a woman named Vicky Ward, uh, mm -hmm. uh, a, um, a a journalist, I think, who uh, they show in her. I'm going to assume it's a Manhattan apartment. They they show her walking through to what looks like a um, a uh, an office space in within mm -hmm. her apartment. Desk and two chairs, very, very nicely appointed. Mm -hmm. And I remember stopping the film and going back and looking at that section again. It was, and it's maybe lasted 20 to 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, she says, and this is what stuck in my cross, she said, um, she describes him. She describes Jeffrey Epstein. You know, she says, you mm -hmm. know, back in it, he was, he was this, here's this wealthy man. Um, Something else, some other adjective, and very good looking. And I mm -hmm. thought, and I thought, mm, no, I don't know how <laughs> you're looking at Jeffrey Epstein, but no, I mean, he's not ugly, but he's not very good looking. So there's a way, and I looked at her, her, mm. her, her spot, her, her place, and I thought, oh, you're wealthy too. So you're looking at him, not like from, below looking up you're mm. looking at him like across the table across the room from mm -hmm. you so he's in the room with you at whatever soiree whatever event mm. and you're thinking yeah yeah he's good looking because you recognize him as being somewhere as in, in at your level mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. socioeconomically that that i think was like it was just a moment where something broke for me. Like I, mm. I, I started, I started to think that I don't believe this woman, but I just kind of mm. don't because that that just doesn't strike me as a sort of innocent or unbiased or um, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. uh, description mm -hmm. of the man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the it did not. It, did it stop you from thinking about the other things that she might have said? Like, you know, when you said you didn't, you know, you weren't not inclined to believe her. It colored. It colored it. It okay. definitely colored. Okay. And she, but she wasn't a, a huge part of that. Mm -hmm. um, not that I remember, yeah. Of mm -hmm. that episode, no. She was just another journalist who sort of, they used to say, well, you know, the, the spotlight was starting to turn mm -hmm. onto this man named Jeffrey Epstein. Who is this man, Jeffrey Epstein? So yeah. you know, she, she helped break that down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the, the things that I, I, one of the things I resent about the simplification of these stories is mm. the way that, um, the way that desire is not, is off limits as, uh, as an element in the discussion. So it, it on mm. both sides of it. So not only is there's not only do I just flat not believe that of these, you know, countless victims that, some of the girls, because again, girls can have a kind of moral agency, absolutely, mm -hmm. and yes, can yes. have can have sexual desire. In fact, absolutely. do have often. Um, so, not only do I not only do I believe that there were probably people that were not quote unquote innocent that engaged in these activities, right. I believe that it is 
1000% beside the point and we do not need to we do not need to use such a flat uninteresting bullshit description of human beings that that they are innocent it's it's wrong mm-hmm. that his mm-hmm. power was exercised in this way full stop Right. Period. I don't care yes, if the agreed. I don't care if the fifteen and I'm going to be crass. Not that we don't have like I don't care if a fifteen year old girl walked in the room, was hot as hell, dropped to her knees and said, "I want to suck your dick." It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't right. matter for him to exercise mm-hmm. his to exercise his status and power in that way mm-hmm. is absolutely wrong. It is a response when you have that kind of social power. It is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Man or woman, black or white, to mm-hmm. exercise that power responsibly, um, and, and, and and to be held to account when you don't. I'm we've sorry. never been good with desire, though. I apologize. That's Seth. true. Yes, no, no. Go ahead. We've never been good with desire. That whole innocence element true. has allowed for us to remain um, stagnant. You know, mm. either consciously or consciously about agency, right. and mm-hmm. so this is something that feminists and black feminists and, and even some like men have like said for years and years, but it rarely gets out of the academy into the um, the ether of the um, public discourse around desire because yes. it makes people feel uncomfortable. Yes, that mm-hmm. flat narrative yeah. that you're talking about yes. allows for this is how justice can be done, and it right. reduces mm-hmm. everybody. It reduces yes. mm-hmm. everything that happened and. And in some cases, like even with Jeffrey um, Epstein, I think that it's more than just the system protecting him and him having influence and money. It's that the girls were disappeared. Yeah. They were disappeared in the whole thing. Who did um, Epstein know? That's kind of sexy, right? Right. Look at Trump. Trump just said, you know, Trump was like, I really feel for that. You know, I hope she's okay. (laughs) The Onion had the best response to it. He goes, the White House (laughs) clarifies that he was just, God damn it, I don't have it. Um, Committed to memory. (laughs) That he was just wishing well to all the people who were under uh, uh, investigation for sexual assault. Again, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, let yeah, me clarify yeah. this. Yeah. Making it worse. Yeah, the wishing well to everyone. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's, that's the, that's the, uh, that's another underlying theme to this uh, story is that Epstein was a real predator. And he oh, looked yeah. for people who were weak. Oh, yeah. He looked for. Yeah. Remember in the in in yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the 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 story in one of the stories. It wasn't in New York. It wasn't a Vox. It may have been a Vox. He said that he was he went after women from girls from disadvantaged families. Oh, absolutely. Single mm-hmm. parent homes and from mm-hmm. foster care situation. So he was mm-hmm. like that predator in on the Serengeti, looking for the calf that was weak, that had a mm-hmm. limb, that that, mm-hmm. that 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 didn't couldn't quite keep up with the rest of the Defenseless. herd. Yes. Defenseless. Defenseless. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's who he was looking for, and that's who he took yeah. advantage of. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, man, I mean, I mean it's 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 funny that now that we're talking about it, we find a whole bunch of things that really activate our um, our intellects and our consciences uh, about this story. But uh, even though mm-hmm. ostensibly, you know, when we started talking, Stephen, at the top of this, both Travis and I were like, yeah, we really weren't that interested. It's a little bit too, like, mm-hmm. um, mundane or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you dig beneath the surface and... And, and and to me, you guys, right, right. Like I said, you're compassionate. You're 
you know, you're um, smart. You've got some stake in the way that the world is run, do you know? Mm. And I was thinking about, you know, your news consumption, your personal lives. And so I think the, so recently a friend of mine sent me the PDF of the Mary Trump book. Mm. And I was like, I don't know if I feel like reading this because I have a, I have a life. <laughs> I'm interested mm-hmm. in filling it with other things. I know Trump mm-hmm. is a racist. I know he's a um, sexist, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But my friend was like, well, you know, Mary Trump is a psychologist and she has some insights into the family. And I go, but it's a matter of time. How much time am I going to spend on this? And this is right. what I was thinking about with you guys, even with the way that Epstein's story, I think that I'm not saying, well, you know, let me just say it. I think that the way that news, um, and it's just something Travis and I were talking about, it's just the way that it's it's um, created and cast and put out with people can be a big turnoff. Mm-hmm. And while you guys were talking, I was looking at, um, I was going to mention something, I was going to draw a parallel between the story that happened, what happened with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Representative Ted um, Yuhu or Yoho. Yes. I don't, oh, yes, Yoho. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Called her a fucking bitch, right? So yeah. what I did was I pulled her name up on the internet and I said, well, let me just look at how it's being posted, right? So the Hill says, Ocasio-Cortez accosted by GOP lawmaker over remarks. That kind of confrontation hasn't happened to me. The New Yorker. AOC delivers a lesson in decency on the House floor. Los Angeles Times. AOC's teardown of Tom Yoho is great. TV. Great TV. And then it just, at times, as you know, different um, outlets get more sensational, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're trying Mm -hmm. to get you in because they're competing for your attention. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if you, if you, if that story, if the Epstein story had been cast a bit differently, by different kinds of news outlets, I think you guys probably would have had, maybe maybe had more you know time for it. Do you mm, know? Yeah. And so I think yeah, I think that's, that's what I want to bring I, out. Yeah. No, I I appreciate the the generosity of that. I think um, I uh, you know I'm not. I, I think I probably just need to to be more attentive to the signal over the noise. Um, and, and, and I, I mean, you know, cause there was clearly a signal here, right? I mean, and I, um, and you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't listening for it. I mean, the, the, the Ocasio-Cortez thing is a great example. I think she's a lot of signal amidst a lot of noise. Agreed. So mm-hmm. I think, I think she's a heavyweight. I think the rest of that, like the gang or the squad, I think they're lightweights. I think mm-hmm. they're, I, I don't respect, uh, their intellectual positions, um, or, or their political acumen very much, but mm-hmm. I think she's the real deal. I think Ocasio Cortez is really like if you her actual speech was measured, it was um, it was uh, fulsome, it was articulate, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like on point. It, it was it was all of these things. Like she has, um, there's something deeply authentic about her mm-hmm. dissatisfaction with the way the system currently works. Mm-hmm. And I do not think that it is a posture or a pose at least. Uh, and that is not that that's not what I get from like Ilhan Omar or Taleb or any of these other people. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, there's, there's a signal from, from my point of view, there's a signal there mm-hmm. that is, that's worth picking up. And you know, the, Eps, the, the, in the Epstein story, there's a clear, clearly there is a signal there around mm-hmm. how, um, I mean, the egregious, I, I mean, there really is a problem when, I mean, for me, there is a problem when 
my initial response was like, well, yeah, he's wealthy. the The justice system is not is not fair right. mm-hmm. for for the I mean for the wealthy. Right. Mm-hmm. It should so, and that may be just true for every society ever, but right. it shouldn't be this far off the mark. It shouldn't be that bad, you know. It 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 should be. I mean, not should be. It, you, there's going to always be some privilege in there, but to be that far off the mark is a serious problem. Yeah. And I think that this crops up in our national conscience uh, every now and again. I think that the last time, oh, one of the last times this happened, um, we had a similar, or at least I sense that we had a similar sense of outrage and maybe even betrayal when the, do you remember the, um, the, the kid who raped the woman who was passed out by like a dumpster he digitally raped her um and two mm. kids caught him and um because his parents well it's alleged that because he comes from a wealthy family that instead of um going to jail he got 13 months probation or something like that do you remember was this, brock was this brock? the judge who says he's been he's been punished oh, enough no, this right. Guy? So, yeah, that, that's right. And, and I think that judge was yep. recalled. I think that judge was recalled. If I if I recall, oh wonderful. If I, rem- if I remember correctly, um, yeah. I mean, I remember that that kind of that situation really shocked, uh, really shocked the public. Like it, that mm. that 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 could happen, and and it mm. can. I think there's something about. Mm. I think there's something about. It's not the way that we're built. It's not the way that we're constructed as a society. Because I think Travis is right that it probably, this kind of thing probably happens in all, most human societies. I think the problem with us is that our rhetoric, our, our ideological position is that, is that, is, is one of equality before the law. And because we constantly ring that yes. bell, Mm-hmm. Right when this doesn't happen in such an obviously uh, obviously egregious manner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that makes us go, oh, "Wait a minute, maybe it's all a lie." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, so here's the and I to to, to sort of def, I know Stephen's laughing rightfully so I understand, but as if I could offer a defense of of the American system and that American ideology, which mm-hmm. is you know. Which is two things. Just a few days ago, or two days ago, a judge, a district court judge, ordered that Michael Cohen, who I think we can all agree is a weaselly piece of shit, but you know the guy that that you know, <laughs> yes, but but yes. yet, yeah, we know. As weasels, yet, don't disparage weasels. <laughs> <laughs> but was was forced back into jail because he refused to yes. sign. Yeah, the judge the judge found that 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 uh, that sentencing was retaliatory. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, and that, um, yeah. yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. So the judge found that the sentence was retaliatory and, and ordered him released. So this is the, this is a person who the president of the United States had let be known that he wanted to be put back in jail to keep him from mm-hmm. writing a book. Mm-hmm. And a judge said, no, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. A system <laughs> that has that in place is a system worth defending and a system worth fighting for. I'm not saying mm. that there is no other Agreed. advanced civilization or mm-hmm. culture in history in which regional powers have pushed back. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that right. we have a system that has codified that regional power. 
And that that, mm. that is, in fact, what so far has kept the United States from breaking. I mean, if you look at, if I can just add this additional bit, we mm-hmm. all understand that the idea of being an American was built on a bullshit idea of whiteness. And whiteness over against what blackness meant. You could not mm-hmm. have invented America. Jefferson could not have invented America mm-hmm. if it wasn't for black bodies. I mean, literally, figuratively, on every level. That's why... The, the other. The, yes, I, I the other. It to the other. Mm-hmm. Right. The, uh, the other as most readily exemplified by uh, Africans, African-Americans, black bodies. So, but here's the thing. We right now are in the throes of incorporating the very thing that we said was not what defined us. We are in the throes of incorporating black and non-white Americans into the idea of being in America, and the country hasn't broken yet. Similar ruptures destroyed the Catholic Church. They destroyed Buddhism twice. They just, I mean, these kind of splinterings of large-scale um, communities of strangers and their ideologies have previously broken those ideologies, and we have not broken yet. And I, I think that is something to be proud of, and I think it's something worth defending. Mm. It's something to think about, because I, mm. I, I, I kind of knew where you were going with it, because systems are run by people, and, and the systems can be set up to you know with the best of intentions, mm-hmm. you know, with the best of intentions, and it's really the people that are yeah. going to operate it you know, because yeah. there was supposed to be this thing called no monopolies. What do we have right now? Um, mm. yeah. All the monopolies. All two of them, you know. Mm. So mm. it's but you're right, you're right you know. Right. You know, it's mm. it's worth considering, it's worth thinking about, it's worth thinking about when it comes to a number of things that we've seen recently in terms of uh was it the Supreme Court justice who John Roberts and what he did. Um God, what is with, it? Re- with regard to the um, God was it? It was L- It was high, oh LGBTQ, was LGBTQ rights. right? Yeah. Yes, that they basically the the court found that LGBTQ uh, mm-hmm. folks are protected by right. existing laws mm-hmm. that um, because what is of it? sex. That because what? of sex. Boom. Right. Like, right. It, that was Gorsuch's position because of sex. That basically. You, you are, that is sexual discrimination because the only distinguishing factor between I love a man is that you happen to not be a woman. Right. So that means you're oh, being discriminated right, right, right. because right. you, because right. you're a man. Right. Um, so we're I seeing mean, examples whatever of Whatever pretzel he had to twist himself into, like, I'm, <laughs> to I'm get good there. with it. Like, right, know. he got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but it is, it's, it's in, um, and we don't want to pass by those moments really fast in the new cycle, mm. right? We don't want to pass mm-hmm. those by because they do not just lead credence to what you're saying about the system, but also it goes against what we think about people in general who are conservative mm-hmm. or are white or male or, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, we can't allow those moments to disappear while we're mm. talking about racism or sexism or that's anything. A, we can't allow That's a very them, good point. That's you know, a very good point, yes. Because I, I, we're taught, we're, we're nuance. That's the problem with a lot of ideologies that there's no nuance, because yes. they feel like, I mean, uh, anyway, it's a whole nother, um topic to discuss. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a very good point. I mean, you guys yeah, have been absolutely. making um, really, really good uh, observations and uh, criticisms throughout this whole conversation. Uh, and I feel like I've been kind of dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I don't think no, so. That's no, it's true. fine. It's, it's fine. Um, I can be about? dead weight for a conversation. I, I, well, I'm that's allowed why there's to be. three of us. We're definitely <laughs> not always. <laughs> that's um, one, one dead beat, one dead weight. One, I don't understand what one, we're talking about. <laughs> one, one clown. <laughs> that's usually me. I enjoy the clown. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but the Epstein, I just wish I'd like to tell mm-hmm. our um, listeners, definitely go back and take a look at some of those stories, the early stories, the mm-hmm. Miami Herald stories. Yeah. And there have been much more yeah. rigorous reporting by the Times, the New York Times, and and, and some of the um, broadcast pieces have been really interesting. So they, mm-hmm. it's not all trash, and it's not all... Um, actually, I think there's lessons in all of it, which is what I was trying yeah. to get at throughout our talk today. Yeah. Which was, there's lessons yeah. in all of this, how things are shaped. That whole idea, she can only get by on $100,000 a year. Yes, yeah. snark. And also, can you move over? Just tell me what's going on. <laughs> Because there really wasn't yeah. no a story there. She's outside. No, the New Yorker piece by Naomi Fry was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It got me. I was looking for stuff to kind of yeah. get you guys on other than awful. just the, um, yeah. Yeah. what do you call it? The, no, that's the New Yorker. You should expect to be able to go to the New Yorker and get a decent take on what's going on. Agreed. To be they, honest, they, no, no, no. They hired, they have Jill Lepore writing oh, really, consi- yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. really considered yeah, yeah. historical analysis all the time. She's brilliant. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's and Emily awesome. Nussbaum talking about uh, TV um, as a critic, she is one of the mm-hmm. smartest people on the planet. She, she's smart, but mm-hmm. she did something that I didn't care for in one of her articles because she really needed to do her research. But that's okay. <laughs> no, no. So, okay, so wait, no, no, wait. So tell us what that is, and that will that'll take us out. So we'll I can't, a, I can't, we'll I can't because it's, I can't okay. because it's behind the counter talk from where I used to work. Oh. oh, okay. So let me end, let me end on an upbeat. Then <laughs> this is one of the smartest things I've heard. Smartest takes on the past presidential election. I know I've Ooh. said this a couple of times. I know I've tweeted okay. it a couple of times. But cogent, smart. She mm-hmm, said mm-hmm. in I think it was like September, October before the 2016 presidential election. She said this election will be decided by how much white women still hate themselves. I will jump out the goddamn window mm. and the window's closed. Wow. <laughs> right? What? That's right? interesting. Wow. I need to read that piece because it needs more context. That's she, interesting. No, she was a tweet. It was a tweet, It was just baby. a tweet. It was just a tweet. She said, this election will be decided by how much white women still hate themselves. See, see I think that is mm. nonsense. Because oh, do you know? Do you know, know, do you know <laughs> I know that you Do would. you know who won more non-white voters in the last two republic uh, for the republican vote in the last two elections donald trump had more non-white voters than mitt romney did like the problem is not just white women the problem is the is the sickness in the country and as much as i love you positions like that like that that is that is just not true it's just not if we if we are going to criticize 53% of white women there is some there is some cur- t- currency to that. Oh, I understand your position about an all encompassing sort of in your face thing, but there is the, there's some evidence. <laughs> Would you be comfortable with me citing the the percentage of uh, the racial dem- demographics of inmates in prison? Of course not. At, at, of course, not. as, as <laughs> well, I don't know. Wait, I, I'm not sure about that. Like, <laughs> I, it depends on what we're talking about. Like, like at, let's go. As as a <laughs> as as a point that is a valid sort of like stopping mm-hmm. point in the argument. 
Like I that's not mm-hmm. like you know like okay that's a data that's a data point. It's it's relevant that that I mean like it it would take it, it would take a sophomore level critical engagement with that point to mm-hmm. complicate it. How many of those white mm. women felt like they needed to vote for Trump because right. of their abusive husbands? Fair enough. Yeah, fair it's enough. a fair point. Like, it's so, a very I mean, fair so, point. Fair mm-hmm. this, is, this, is a, this is a ready-at-hand tool, like little screwdriver that we use in progressive movements all the time. But, so how mm-hmm. many of these white women felt compelled to do that because they were afraid of their husbands? But, like, but, I, but, to, be, but to be fair, but to be fair, their husbands are not in the voting booth with them as far as we know, right? They can, they can say whatever they want to their husband. They can go and do whatever. They, no one made those girls have sex with Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. I'm saying like, I'm saying the problem is reduction. It's right. the pro it, that is the problem. That is the problem. That is the problem. That is the problem. Like we have moved in, in our intellectual rigor, in our pursuits, in our loves, in our affections, we have moved mm-hmm. away from what is the most essential thing to protect in this country. I sound like I'm preaching. I apologize, which is, <laughs> is, is, Don't. is, to protect and defend the value of individual agency, because most of world history has ignored it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Most it of world history to. has ignored it. Yes, well, absolutely. It continues to. I think it's just yeah. we're in a very unique time. Absolutely. Now, I cast my lot with you in terms of that, because that nuance that we were talking about earlier. And it's also, it's, I think it's so easy to land on a villain. Yeah. And I struggle yeah. not to do that. It's hard not to because it's just too easy. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, guys. You, I think you're missing a point because here, when what 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 that tweet assumes is that white mm. men, at least white men who are not college educated, as the mm. demographics break down, mm-hmm. um, as the voting demographic breaks down, mm. um, are already a lost cause. That's what she's mm-hmm. assuming, right? That, that, mm. you, that they're going to go for Trump. Mm. Okay. What she's saying is, and and the people of color particularly black people and Latinos, they're not going to move the needle enough one way or the other, but Mm. white women will. That's Mm -hmm. the point, right? That's Mm. the data point that is actually the sort of fulcrum, it's the inflection point. Because if Mm. enough white women not only start talking about how horrible, obviously egregious this man is, morally, um, ethically, well, Morally, um, um, uh, how is that not paternalistic against non-white voters? Like, why are we saying white women are going to say like because what, like, because because there isn't enough of the uh, vote of people of color to move the needle decisively? I I mm. would I would bet you a substantial amount of money that that is simply not true. Okay, I would imagine that the voting age population of non-whites in this country is substantial enough that if they broke for Biden or if they had broken for Hillary substantially mm-hmm. in 2016, Trump would not be president. And I don't know that. I'd have to go Google it. We'd have to look it up. But yeah, I think, I think, I it's a, I think we should talk about it further on another podcast. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'd love yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Um, yeah, no, please, 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 Seth. Seth no, 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 because I, I, on this point, I agree with Nussbaum. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. We, 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 can, we can close with that then. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you very much for the conversation, of course, and all yeah. of the crazy tef- technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Sauce of awesome. Take care. Hey, Bye. Later. Bye.